Hello, hello. Welcome to episode five of Mixtaping Identity. I'm your host, Shane. My guest this week is the hilarious comedian, Frankie McNair. Yes, thank you so much for joining me for the fifth case of Mixtaping Identity. My guest this week is the brilliant Frankie McNair. Frankie is a comedian, writer, actor. She's just an absolute delight and incredibly funny. This was a great conversation. I had so much fun in this episode. They have some really excellent choices, good stories. It's just a lot of fun. If you're new to the podcast, uh, don't forget you can find the playlist already made up ahead of the show. Go follow us on Instagram or Twitter for all the details. But for now, we'll get into episode five of Mixtaping Identity with Frankie McNair. How often do you actually listen to music at the moment? Oh, every day. Uh, like, yeah, 100%. I feel like any time that I have to walk more than just, like, around my house, there's music. Okay. Yeah. Is that weird? Is that not normal? No, I, I do exactly the same. Okay. I, <laughs> I, was like, I don't oh, want no. to be alone with my thoughts for <laughs> any point of time. <laughs> the louder the better, baby. <laughs> yeah. That's every day. Um, and do you tend to go for albums or playlists or what sort of stuff you listen to? Um, so I um, have worked out that I do a thing. My Spotify did the thing where it was just like, here's your most listened to. And so then I was just stuck listening to everything that I had just been listening to. But now right. what I've gotten into doing is just listening to an album, but I'll just listen to that one album for like a week. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I like it. <laughs> Do you still like the album at the end of that week? Yeah, I do. Okay, that's good. Which is shocking. <laughs> what's, the, what's the last album that you listened to? Uh, I'm currently listening to um, Montero by Lil Nas X. Um, oh, yeah. It's so, it's so good. I didn't know what to expect, but I was just like, oh, no, it's amazing. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I haven't given it a go. I'll need to. What's the first music that you actually bought or owned? first bit of music that i bought was um it was aqua Ooh, the cd strong um yeah and i used to listen to cartoon hero like on repeat excellent yeah excellent. that was it i think i can't remember how old i was i was like very little but i had a little cd player in my room and i would just jam out to aqua to aqua absolutely <laughs> excellent. excellent that's how we do it What's the best live performance you've seen or the best live show you've been to? Oh, God. Oh. Oh, there's so many. Okay. It's a tie between Frightened Rabbit and Uh Celine Dion. Okay. Two very (laughs) different choices. I know. It just, Celine Dion was insane. Like, she was just like. At one point, she was doing a tango with a man who was like 25, but she was still singing perfectly. But then just just the riffs and the chat during the like Frightened Rabbit gig was unreal. Um, mm-hmm. they, were, they were both great. They were both equal. Yeah. <laughs> they were so good. I think they've, both, they've often said that about each other. I think so as well. I know that they have yeah. a very strong relationship. They're very close. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Where did you see Frightened Rabbit? 
Uh, I saw them in Sydney. Um, I can't remember what year it would have been, um, but it was. I think it was the first time that I just drove up to Sydney just to see a gig, and then I came home that night. It was like a three-hour drive away. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was keen. Yeah, well, that's that's commitment for sure. Yeah, it was good. It was worth it. Celine Dion, worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, we'll definitely come back to Frightened Rabbit because that's on your, uh, on your playlist. Um, but the first first song, song one, is a song that you fell in love with straight away, and your song is "Blinding Lights" by The Weeknd. Yeah, I really wish that it was something cooler and like more like underground. But there's just it was something about this song where like my friends bully me about it because whenever it comes on, I just have to do like my little weird like eighties click dance. I just okay. I don't know. I love it. So when this when this comes on like in a pub or something, this is everyone's like, "Oh, Frankie, that's your song." Yeah, a hundred, and it's like with no mercy. It's like, "Oh, do you love this song? Is this the song that you love the most?" I'm like, "Yes, I love this song. I love this very mainstream song." That's okay, I'm sorry. Though, isn't it? <laughs> I yeah, I think it is. I think that the, I still have like a lot of like fourteen year old shame about music. Right. Of like being like you can't like oh you like that how embarrassing whereas like now it's much more like I like everything I still like Aqua you can't and I'm not ashamed of that good absolutely <laughs> but yeah I mean I th- I I went through a similar thing where I definitely preferred lots of like indie music and that was the the kind of stuff that I went for and then yeah. any song that was written to be just fun. I was like, ah, it's it's not art. It's not real. It's <laughs> right? Not, yeah. Um, yeah. So I still have that sometimes with, with songs that come on. I'm like, oh, what, what are these lyrics? Those don't mean anything. A really good example is Carly Rae Jepsen. Where, like the first yes. time I heard it, I was like, oh, I really, really, really like it, do you? You really like it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know um, me, Carly. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. But then that, but that's, that, that song's not written to be, you know, deep it's just meant to be a fun song and yeah. i think that the weekend a lot of artists like that are meant to be like they're just cool songs they're just meant to be the the beats are good everything yeah. about the production is like intense it just it's something that you want to dance to don't know what your yeah. little clicky dance is like but it's really good that's all you need to yeah. know it's okay. really really good and not embarrassing okay. or like a mum dancing at a wedding it's really cool Okay, okay, say no more. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> song two then is a song that took you a while. So your song is The Woodpile by Frightened Rabbit. Yeah. Um, so this was because, oh, I, it must have been like 2012 or 2013. My friend Brody introduced me to Frightened Rabbit and like, we were just like driving in his car and we were doing that kind of like late teen things where we're like, we have nowhere to be let's just drive around in a car um yeah and he was like obsessed with Rat and rabbit and like especially this song and he was like playing it and he was like lent me the cd he's like lit like just like keep the cd i know how much you like this song and i was like yeah and then i just like had the cd for ages and i like, put it on and i was like Neh. like I, I just like wasn't <laughs> as into it i think i was like i don't know i was just too distracted like to I guess like listen to music and I don't know what happened but it was like 
yeah a little while later I think it was when they were like about to play and Brady was like do you want to come to Sydney and I was like right oh yeah and then I re-listened to it and I was like of course I want to come to Sydney like (laughs) this is amazing what do you why would you ask just take me Um, but yeah I don't know what it was he's just like at the time he lent me the CD I just couldn't care about it and then something clicked and now I probably listen to them like I listen to that song like at least every couple of days right yeah it's so good Frightened Rabbit are my band like oh really yeah like my absolute go-to band like um see see just over my shoulder here yeah i'll, I'll this isn't an audio feature but uh <laughs> these <laughs> those frames are all frightened rabbit quotes um <gasps> really? i've got a yeah i got a sign poster in the um behind that pillar there i've got their oh. uh all their i've got um the records <gasps> Yes. Yeah. Oh, you must be horrified that I was like, oh, yeah, I couldn't really get into it. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> this was going to say, I was exactly the same. It took me a while to get into really? them. Um, yeah. Um, I, well, my my reason for not getting into them initially is because my friends discovered them. At, uh, they went to a Death Cab for Cutie concert in Dublin. Yeah. And Frightened Rabbit with a support act. Why? And I wasn't able to go to that show. So they came back and were like, oh, we've got a new favourite band. It's Frightened Rabbit. I was like, I don't, I don't want to listen to this band. I wasn't part of your little trip to Dublin. I was really bitter about it. And it took me a while to just admit that actually I really, really liked that album. Um, <laughs> but I actually thought like this is the perfect song from a, for, for Frightened Rabbit. Um, because I actually think this is... The Woodpile is probably one of the songs that I would say to people that this is where you should start if you want yeah. to get into Frightened Rabbit because um, I don't think their music is the most accessible um, there are certain songs that are quite quite dark and mm. it's not a style of music that everyone connects with straight away but I think songs like The Woodpile or Nothing Like You um, Modern Leper are, just, yeah. are songs that you could get into straight away and then sort of get in like get hooked from there I would say yeah and they just like feel feel a lot in a like yeah I um after the after the um the show I mm. as you do after a show I went across the road and got a kebab and then I came out and Scott was out the front smoking his lead singer and um I said like hello and I was just like oh like is it um like how do you feel like after like playing like such like heavy songs like in like touring that mm-hmm. um and he was like, oh, I don't really see them as heavy songs. Um, I see them more as like, it's a celebration of like, you know, it's all like kind of uplifting and it's a celebration of like, yeah, it was heavy and now it's not. And we're just celebrating how like shit those moments can be uh, and like getting through them. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And then again, that just again, like <laughs> changed how I listened to the songs. So I was yeah. like, oh man, there's just like now this extra layer that I know is behind this of like, it's not just like, oh it's hard it's like it's hard but we get through it and i was like just can go <laughs> yeah absolutely he he said before a lot about the songs that he wrote that um like a lot of those songs are quite dark and quite heavy at the start but they he tries to end each song on a more like hopeful or uplifting note yeah um so you can hear that in most songs that there's like um yeah it just it goes it goes in a slightly different direction towards the end which is maybe a little bit more upbeat or uplifting for the most part yeah 
but yeah I, I think having songs like that would make you feel a little bit understood in those heavier more difficult moments is a real source of comfort yeah absolutely absolutely i think um i don't know it's just it's the lyrics are so poetic and mm -hmm. like it just like they do paint such a picture but then the music is just like it's the music is like really intense and like really heavy but it's just oh it's perfect i don't know listen yeah. listen to it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll move on so song song three is a song from your introduction to music and your song is stand by me by benny king yeah we, um i used to spend a lot of time at my um great aunt and uncle's house when i was like growing up and like little and uh there was like this rotation of like cds that my aunt would put on when we were having dinner and just stand by me is burnt into my mind as like i don't know i'm just like i'm four years old and i can just like see like the whole house and everything and like it's just instantly it's like that song that's just like yeah it, it's the one where i'm it was it was my first introduction to music yeah and i just like i it just makes me feel that kind of like i don't know i think that sense of like safety that i had when i was right like in that house um and it's also just a banger of a song it's so good yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah it's, i think it's also that song that um a lot of people when they start learning music they'll go to at least in like my experience yeah where i don't know every time a friend has been like learning guitar or something or like when i went through my ukulele phase which we don't need to talk about but um uh definitely learning stand by me yeah was like the first song yeah it's usually that or smoke on the water yeah absolutely i have to disagree with you slightly in the sense that i think we do need to talk about ukulele phase no we don't have to at all <laughs> We don't have to include it, but we, we could ask you for it. You know what we can do? We can actually just mm -hmm. shove that deep down within <laughs> and not have to. No, it was just, um, there was just definitely that phase where I think a lot of people went through of just like floral dresses, um, having like a big like fringe and then playing a ukulele mm. um, in a, like a public park, you know? Mm. Okay no you're not you're not empathizing with this <laughs> i yeah I, I rarely if ever wore a floral dress and played a ukulele in park but um <laughs> the, I, the image is striking i think you it truly it makes you feel like manic pixie dream girl and i think maybe that's an energy you need to feel okay <laughs> well, i'll give it a go i'll give it a go i'll try it i was never good at it i could play four chords and I was just like, mm, and this is all you need. That That is all you need. It is all you need. <laughs> if, if you're in a park playing at you, clearly that's literally all you need. Yeah. You're good. You're sorted. <laughs> I had a ukulele at one point. I'll say it. Did you play it? Yeah, yeah. Did it bring you joy? No. It brought me a lot of frustration. Because <laughs> it's so small. Yeah, it was really fiddly. And it, was a, it wasn't a very good ukulele. So it just... It, did my head in um because I, I played guitar and then um ukulele was kind of like not the style of music that i was into necessarily i just yeah got it on a whim and then played um somewhere over the rainbow yeah yeah that's the best song yeah for for ukulele <laughs> i just played that and then 
yeah I was I was like there's there's no more songs you can play on a ukulele I'm done with this now that's that's it I've mastered this yeah (laughs) on to the next one get my glockenspiel now song four is a song that makes you happy and your song is hello by Ali X yeah I just I found this one like very recently um and it's so camp it's so fun it's just like it does remind me of aqua a bit but if like aqua was just like like a queer teenager who is just like very happy um yeah it's it's sick it's just like there's something like real nostalgic about it um but i feel like it's just that song where like you play it and it's really easy to remember the words so you can lip sync really well um i don't know it just makes you want to lip sync into a hairbrush and like point like really directly at people and sing at them <laughs> that is an indicator of a good song i would say like if, if you can i was gonna say picture yourself in your head singing into a hairbrush but if you know if it brings you to actually sing into a hairbrush then it's a it's a classic yeah it's gotta be it's so good i'm just trying to think of why it does it's like a hopeful song too which is really nice it's like the song is about um uh i believe ali um ali x who has just been like all right i'm never gonna find love and then um someone like comes in and they're like actually hi it's me um and she's like oh yeah i did it that's great um so i think that's really nice that's really nice to hold on to being like yeah ali x felt this way too <laughs> it is sincerely is a, it is a very nice thought that you know that is it started with a hello is a very nice it's a very nice thought if you're trying to find love or trying to find something yeah is that it, it starts that way for everyone there is a first step that needs to be taken and like the introduction is where it starts and that's very very simple mm. i'm trying to steer away from just talking about love but like it can feel very difficult to like achieve something yeah but everyone's first step is the same yeah so it started with a hello is a very nice thought as in that's the first step that everyone goes through and that step is very simple yeah and it's just like it's gonna it's going to happen but you can't like you're not gonna know when you like can literally be leaving be like all right well that's not gonna happen for me that door's shut and then when you least expect it someone screams hello hello at you yeah (laughs) yeah i think that's what she meant isn't it it started with a a really screamed and visceral (laughs) hello a guttural hello yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely it's just such a and it's real poppy song as well i think Mm. that's the thing of that thing of yeah that really accepting of just being like some songs are just allowed to be fun and they're allowed to be poppy and they're allowed to just sound obscene and Mm. it's it's great celebrate it yeah Song five, a song that makes you sad, is Night Shift by Lucy Dacus. Oh, oh, have you heard it? My God. Oh, (laughs) did it not make you weep? It's an insanely good song. It's so good. I felt listening to this the the, the same way I felt listening to Frightened Rabbit. And I I haven't found a new song that made me feel that way in a long, long time. Oh, I'm so glad. So I, (laughs) this song, I found 
just after I'd got my heart smushed, um, which was wild because Ooh. this is not – you'd think like, oh, like – you got your heart smushed. You listen to a sad song. No, I got my heart smushed, and then this song just found me. And I was like, "Oh, let's re- let's live it, let's." And it was like a very <laughs> similar like situation of like kind of you know like getting cheated on, and then having that kind of awkward like those feelings like afterwards and like meeting up, and it just kind of being like, "Why are we meeting up? Like this is this is for you." Um, and like it's not quite closure, and that thing of just being like, I don't like, we don't want to see each other again. No, like, yeah, it was just like, I just remember it kind of takes me back to like walking around like my street at like night and just like listening to this and just being like, oh God, we kissed there. Yep. No, I remember that. Oh God. No, we had a little hug over there. Oh Christ. Oh Jesus. Yeah. It just kind of takes me back. And I think now the feeling that I get listening to it, it's like, it's still like an obscenely good song and I think it is like filled with like a lot of emotion but the kind of feeling I get now is like I almost get sad for the version of me who was listening to that because I'm like it's gonna get so much better and you're not gonna hurt like this forever and it just sucks that that's how you have to feel right now but like you're gonna get through it yeah but it's just such a good song and I think for me the thing that kind of made it so I don't know, bizarre was just that like the lyrics are kind of like very literal mm-hmm. in a sense of like it's telling a story, you know what the story is saying. Um, it's not kind of like an obscure like maybe it's about this or maybe it's like no, nah, we, we know what it's about. It's yeah. about like a relationship breaking down um, and we know what happened and we know how she feels about it. Mm-hmm. But even it being so literal, so good, like doesn't take away from like how good it is. Yeah, oh, no, it's sick. No, I I really really like that in in songwriting. Sometimes songwriting when it's just it is so on the nose and so clear what's being talked about is yeah, it's a it's a story that's being told and it's it's incredible to listen to. A couple of th- about parts of it that made me really really sad um, because uh, it's not not a breakup, but I'm going I've been going through something not dissimilar. So there are elements of the song that I really connected with, like the the idea of yeah meeting up and it being for the other person. You know what it was. What's it's the line is um what was the plan? Absolve your guilt and then go shake hands. Shake hands. Yeah. Yeah. Which um yeah I really felt that, and then the idea of um I think because I have worked a night shift, I know how shit it is to work a night shift. <laughs> the idea of saying that you know you've got a nine to five so i'll take the night shift is it's a really sad thought because you're basically you're still giving the power to the other person almost in that like they can just live their life but oh. i'm i have this feeling of i have to avoid you yeah which is and a like, horrible feeling like you you got to you got to fuck up and then feel like well we've met up now so it's probably fine and then like you're still the one who's just like i'm what did she say she's like walk home for like four hours and stuff like she's just like still feeling it so hard and it's like yeah i'll be the one to feel it yeah and i'll yeah Yeah. be the one to i'll get out of your way and it's just like this isn't fair (laughs) this isn't fair yeah because i think it's the idea of like not going to restaurants or bars in case you run into that person because like oh. that's that's their place 
Yeah. But but why like why am I letting you take ownership of that? Like that that feeling of like I'm gonna avoid you is something I I felt, but something that I don't don't like feeling. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. And it just I don't it it feels it feels very unjust. But I do feel like kind of in a similar way to frighten rabbit and maybe it's just like the way that the music builds during the song but it kind of it gets really big and yeah it for me it's like this kind of like purge of like emotion of like yeah she's kind of like yeah this sucks but like i'm gonna do it my way like because i just gotta like kind of protect myself in a way that's kind of what i yeah, yeah. the vibe Absolutely. i get from it yeah I, I was gonna say similar to frightened rabbit as well i think it does get it gets very big and i think it also gets very hopeful because yeah. i think the even though it is like you take the, you're, you're gonna nine to five i'll take the night shift and i'll never see you again if i can help it is even though that is quite a sad feeling the idea of just like all right fuck you i'm not gonna i'm i'm not gonna see you and i do not want to see you um and also then the line it five years from now like these songs will feel like covers yeah which is which is a just a beautiful thought of and it, a, a amazing self-awareness in a song as well to be writing a song about about that situation about feeling shitty but also being aware that like it won't feel like this forever mm. and you will look back on this moment and you'll look back on these on the songs that she's written and they'll just feel like songs. Yeah, it's not going to have the same emotion behind it. It's not going to feel as like intense. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's so good. It's, again, it's that thing of just like being like intensely sad and just like full of like very yeah. vulnerable emotion, and then at the end just being like, but not like this forever. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like but sick. It, it, yeah, <laughs> but it does speak to what you said about how you listen to it now, which is feeling sad for that version of yourself yeah. and not feeling not feeling that particular sadness yeah absolutely but just like i think and it it almost makes like the song better of like listening to it and you're just like oh damn everything you said that was going to happen happened like (laughs) yeah that's incredible well done yeah (laughs) you're so wise lucy (laughs) like wow can't wait for you to just like tell my life tell me what's going to happen in my life in the next song (laughs) Lucy, have you written any songs about lockdown? Have you written any songs lockdown? Um, potentially about like uh, getting getting through lockdown and then becoming super uh, good and renowned in your field? Maybe, maybe that's a song <laughs> you've written. That's going to happen. That would be cool. Yeah, we can only hope. We'll ask her. I'll, I'll get her on the pod. Please. <laughs> see what she oh, says. What a, what a joy that would be. <laughs> song six then is a song to relax to. So your song is Apocalypse by Cigarettes After Sex. Oh my goodness. Yes. I again fairly recent find. Um but it just it feels it's a song where you're like you need to kind of be like making out with someone <laughs> to this song. But also right. you don't you don't have to. You can also just kind of like lie on your bed in a towel and just let it happen like let the music happen to you it's just so good i don't know what it is it's really the whole song is really slow um Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the beat is like really basic but it just 
it's like really basic but so perfect mm-hmm. it's so good and it's like i can't try to think of like what the lyrics are but they're they're, they're all very lovey like i think they were definitely all made out to be made out to um mm. but i don't know it's a sick song it's a really good vibe yeah and those are two ideal ways to relax yeah, basically, those are the only two ways <laughs> to to kind of uh, disassociate after a shower or uh, to make out with someone. <laughs> yeah. That's it. The, the big two. The big two, the only two. <laughs> yeah, but it is, it is a song that I think uh, washes over you almost. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly what I look for in a song to relax to is that sort of that, I don't know how, how else to describe it, but there's that it is that sensation that you get when you're listening to a song like that of you can just like untighten and just let yourself feel it. Yeah, I think so, song songs like for me because I've got um, like I'm really into like film and stuff, so songs for me are very intertwined with film, and I like I daydream heaps, and so like it's definitely a song where I listen to it and I'm like like what would happen in this scene if this song was playing and it's like it covers all bases but it's all very relaxing bases i'm like oh i can definitely imagine like someone just like it it kind of feels like a song that's like it fills your cup of like you're like all right i'm just gonna cook something but like very mindfully and just for me it's like it's like a very i don't know it's just a very sensual song that's very relaxing and you should listen to it to fill your cup absolutely very strong endorsements (laughs) coming through i like it I'm so sorry, I'm really pushing an agenda. <laughs> yeah. Song seven is a song from your preteen years. So yours is Sugar We're Going Down <laughs> by Fallout Boy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I was a little grub. I was a little grub. <laughs> um Yeah, I think just Fallout Boy in general. I remember having my little I think it was like an iPod Nano or something and I had like a very strict bedtime at a very strict house um and we like it was like bedtime like there was not like no devices and I used to sneak my little Nano into my room and then I'd be like lying in bed at like 8 30 like the sun is still out outside but I'd be like listening to this and being like nah like uh I'm still cool i'm still cool as hell <laughs> and i'm like you're wearing flannelette pajamas it's <laughs> and it's daytime and you have to go to bed because you're a little big baby <laughs> and i was just like yeah <laughs> i'm invincible i have so much angst <laughs> and nothing to be anxious about nothing because nothing has happened to you in your little tiny life nothing has happened yeah. yet but you're like i have so much yeah. anger <laughs> yeah yeah and it's mostly by grown-ups who know that saying you know oh we'll we'll till you get to the real world like, oh, shut up mum. <laughs> you don't get me you understand <laughs> and now i'm like yeah speaking to her sometimes i'm like yeah i get it i get it and i'm definitely gonna start saying that to my son as soon as he's old enough to understand me yeah, be like, it, like enjoy this. I, I just feel like as well when you look back, I'm like Fallout Boy. They were in there like, I was like thirteen or like twelve, thirteen listening to them, and they were in there like, probably mid twenties. Like they were adults, and I was like, I identify with you. So like we feel the same. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't I don't I couldn't even comprehend what they were singing about. I think I just liked the really fast guitar and hard drums. Yeah. But it was like pop punk too. It wasn't even that hard. It was like a really happy medium for me. Yeah. That was it was a vibe. Fallout Boy for me were a band that I just they just passed me by because because I was really up my own ass about how up them up their own asses they were. Yeah. Because the the type of music like at the time I was into, like I'm not going to pretend I was better than Fallout Boys. <laughs> I was listening to Goo Goo Dolls and All American Rejects and no, that's an- Panic at the Disco. Okay, Panic at the Disco, we definitely cross over. Um, but I feel like All American Rejects. That's like a slight tier above of like a little bit more angst. Maybe. It's a bit. It's a- they were very mainstream in some ways. I think. Oh, this is the um, thing. It was all mainstream, but for some reason, I was like, "It's not uh, Lady Gaga." So, uh, but also, I I love Lady Gaga. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just. It's a man. He's got eyeliner. It's cool. It's right? very cool, and also, yeah, a lot of feelings because <laughs> I have a lot because I'm thirteen. But yeah, like I was like similar sort of age and then um, they released that album where they had all those uh, all those long titles that were all uh, turns of phrase you know it was like um, uh, I'm like a lawyer with the way I'm trying to get you off yeah uh, I've got all this ringing in my ears and none of my fingers it was just stuff stuff I got and I was like it's not even good <laughs> like you've just taken two phrases and pushed them together but it doesn't actually I've got all this ringing in my ears but none of my fingers what does that mean you're listening to loud music but you're not married like loads of people are what are you talking like that doesn't that's not a, a pun you're just but i got really angry about it and then refused to listen to their music as a result that's so funny yeah even like that kind of music is is absolutely the kind of stuff that i would have been listening to at that time and like i i actually like just um what the song called dance dance yeah that, oh with the, oh yeah it's got a killer bass riff and I listened to that song all the time but I felt really bad about myself listening to it because like, I hate Fallout Boy they think they're so clever and they're so not and that's coming from me a 14 year old boy the- <laughs> I just love that the thing that stopped you from potentially finding like what could have been your favourite band was just the titles yeah yeah it really angered me and I have no like I don't know why and I think it was just because other people were like oh it's, it, they're really cool like it's a really funny they got really funny titles I'm like that's not funny I'm funny find me funny don't <laughs> <laughs> you can't give attention to anyone I'm the baby you can't do it I like that heaps <laughs> uh, yeah I think I've just touched on something there um <laughs> I hadn't really thought about that, but that's probably exactly what it was, actually. No, I love that a lot. I love that heaps. Oh. I um, <laughs> <laughs> I think my my favorite thing about Fallout Boy that I think they've kind of done less was that Pete, what Wens? I can't remember his name, last name. Um, but he was the I'm probably gonna get it wrong. Either the bass player or the guitar player, but like. You know, like classically, it's the lead singer who's like up front and center and is like on all the posters. And they were like, "Sorry, man, Pete's pretty hot. We're gonna, we're gonna put you literally at the back of this group photo, and we're gonna put Pete up the front." Sorry. (laughs) Do you know how successful that was? I genuinely (laughs) forgot 
you see when I was when I'm thinking about Fallout Boy, that's who I'm picturing, and I completely no. forgot what the lead singer looked like until you said that. He had like a blonde bowl cut. Yeah. With like the emo fringe and a hat. Oh, and we love a hat. Um, but yeah, and they were just like, we're just gonna put the microphone back here. Pete, do you want to come forward a little bit? Um, but there was probably like part of me that was just like, I identify with this. Yeah. <laughs> put me up the front. I do like the idea of them, like some like a manager lining them up, like a like a wedding photographer. It's like, uh, just uh, just keep moving. You're moving back. Yeah, back. getting a glare a bit back. Further yeah. back. Mi- microphone's usually at the front, isn't it? No, no, no. We're going to do things differently. It's sub- it's subverting expectations. It's cool. Go to the back. <laughs> and gonna... then uh, just uh, just randomly... Uh, Pete. Yeah. Pete. Dude. Sexy guy. Up at the front. Here Maybe you pop a couple buttons. Maybe just pop... <laughs> yeah. Great. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> do you want to do a couple of push-ups and then we'll, uh, we'll start? Yeah, great. And you too, just whatever, really. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, that part of the stage is gonna be blurred. Um you don't really need to light it, guys. It's fine. It's fine. This is where we'll just Yeah. We've already got one camera. We'll just uh we'll focus it here. <laughs> I always I uh, yeah, I always did feel it was very unjust, but It worked for them. Yeah, it did work for them. And then yeah. I think yeah, I think recently they've been putting because they're still going. Oh, I'm sorry to hear it. <laughs> My kings are still going. All right, please pay respect. No, I can't. I can't let it go. Don't know why. Can't let it go. All right. Well, you don't like long titles. I'll keep it in mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't try to be clever. I'm clever. <laughs> um, it's me. <laughs> yeah, me. Pay attention to me. I've got a podcast now. Um. <laughs> Sequence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take that, idiot. Pete. Yeah. Do you have a music podcast? You probably could if you wanted to. But you you don't. could probably have really big names on there too. Yeah, you really would, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> don't get the idea in his head. Song eight is a cover, and your choice is "Knowing Me, Knowing You" by <gasps> Angie McMahon. Yes, it was on. Um, do you know about the Triple J Like a Versions? I'm I'm learning. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that's where if anyone in Australia, that's where the cover's going to come from, I reckon. Um, yeah. But it's so good. It's just like Angie's taken ABBA, which is just fantastic, and cover anything ABBA, and I'm and I'm there. But just like made it just like slow and beautiful and sad, which is just mm. my vibe. And then it's just kind of. Yeah, being like, oh, your heartstrings? Remember ABBA? And just, like, smushed it into your heart. It's awesome. Yeah. I'm not I'm, I'm not typically a fan of just taking a pop song and making it slow. But yeah. this song just works because I think, actually, the lyrics are quite sad. That's and the thing. I, you don't realise how sad they are until... Yeah. <laughs> Just like, and then you're I like, what changed. the hell are you... Abba, what are you doing? Why, <laughs> yeah. why are you happy about this song? Like, you should yeah. be crying. I why should be is, crying. Why is this played at a wedding? And, like, yeah. your family's <laughs> dancing to it. And it's just like, no, we know intrinsically who each other are and this isn't going to work. And we're, like, yeah. <laughs> followed up with, like, YMCA. <laughs> we're just like, yeah. 
Oh, what a bop. But yeah, no, this this it really really works, and I've I've not listened to uh, I've not come across Angie uh, before, but her voice oh, is incredible and so really good. really suits this. But yeah, I I am a big fan of people covering ABBA. It was a tough. Mm. The other the other person I was going to put for this also covered ABBA, so I was like, what's going on here? <laughs> I think that's the other thing I appreciate about like a, a a good cover, and again, not a massive fan of just slowing down fast songs, but if they've got the voice for it and they can add like that kind of gravitas to a song then yeah i'm on board like i i'll, I'll need to go back and listen to more angie Grimpanton because i could probably listen to her sing whatever it's yeah unreal she has an unreal voice oh, i'm so excited for you to listen to angie <laughs> <laughs> i didn't realize actually i was working with someone who um like they're a musician as well and we're working mm-hmm. on a thing together and um they were like talking about their friend who they're going to meet up with later angie and i was like yeah yeah and then i was like wearing a freaking angie mcmahon jumper like an idiot and they're just like that's her that's my friend and i was like oh i feel like a little no <laughs> please don't oh tell angie God. mcmahon i was wearing her jumper <laughs> oh i forgot that she was a real person oh <laughs> Would it be worse if she'd showed up? Oh my god! Oh, frankly, god. have you met my friend Angie? And they'd be like, "No, hi." <laughs> You'd be like just covering it, just like walking backwards. All right. <laughs> nice to meet you. Yeah, you come back from the bathroom. You're, you're like, Are you wearing your jumper inside out? No, nope, mm, it's no. just what? Just the style. It's just a. Cool... There's a tag. There's a tag on it <laughs> coming out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What? I got a gut. My phone is ringing. <laughs> See you later. Love you. Phone ringtone is just an Angie McMahon song. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh dear. So song nine is a song that you would sing at karaoke. So you're going for it with Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Tyler. And I would say would sing at karaoke and have sung at karaoke. This is my go-to yes. karaoke song. There's wow. an instrumental in this that is too long. And it's oh, yeah. my favorite bit. Because <laughs> it just keeps. It goes for a while. And uh, right. you just got to feel it. You just got to feel it by moving your entire body. Oh, nice. Okay. So you're owning that instrumental then? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Nice. It's time for floor work. It's time to explore the space. Um, but there, and like you don't know if you're meant to also do the bit that's kind of echoing. Turn around. You're like, do I sing that bit and the main bit? Which yes, yeah. you do. You sing all of, of course. it. Every bit yeah, that yeah. you possibly can. Yeah, smush it all in there. You must. There's no room for air. <laughs> you're just singing. Yeah. <laughs> And it is not in my range. There's like a bit because it's Bonnie Tyler. She goes so hard. Like she's. Yeah. And it's like, it's just that thing where it's like, you're, she's not necessarily singing higher. She's just singing harder. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know how you do it, but this microphone is going to get a workout. Yeah. Because I was, I was listening to, and I think it's the first time I've listened to a song thinking about karaoke. Mm. And I was like a, a minute thirty in, and she is screaming. <laughs> I'm like, you got three minutes left, Bonnie. Where are you going from here? But she still pulls it off. It's 
Incredible. It's so funny because everyone knows it and everyone forgets that they know it until the little like piano bit at the beginning comes on and then everyone's like, whoa. Yeah. And it's ve- it's very dramatic. I do like to begin this by like having my back to everyone and then just like dramatically turning around, like Ooh. doing like a head over the shoulder as you begin to sing. It's it's there's a lot there's a lot to work with in this song. Well, she's a performer. Oh yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. You can't, I remember I I was in I was in New Zealand. And someone suggested karaoke, and I hadn't done it in ages. I was like, "Let's go! Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show this country what's up." And just before the person before me wrote down a total eclipse of the heart, and I was like, "All right, well, I'll be catching the next plane out. I reckon I've got nothing to uh, offer you now." It's a tough one to follow as well. If they if they nailed it, they did fine. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> they were fine. It's all right. Oh, it was very sad. It's just my go-to. I didn't have a backup. <laughs> <laughs> it's that or nothing. Imagine if they just played yeah. it again. I was gonna say, yeah, just like yeah. No, I do want. I'm, I am gonna do this. Yeah, just twice in a row. I'm gonna do it better than the person before me, so it's fine. Everyone will forget about that cut. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> they so I went so hard on that. Yeah. No, you gotta go hard. It's karaoke. It's like the one. Because I'm not, like, really into, like, following sports, so I feel like karaoke is the one place I can let all my aggravation out. Yeah. Kill or be killed in karaoke. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to yeah. make it about you. <laughs> song 10. A song that reminds you of a specific place. So your song is Claire de Lune by Thelma Plum. Yeah, this is a really random one because I never really heard it before i haven't really listened to it that much since um Mm -hmm. but because i don't really know the vibe of where you're meant to listen to this song but it was absolutely perfect i um it reminds me very specifically of getting on the train from montreal to toronto so in the end of 2019 i like went for a bit of a travel by myself which I hadn't done before and it was just like the most unreal experience like I like came back I had like self-esteem coming out of my butt like I was just like came back and I'm like I'm different now I'm better like everything is cured everything is great um but I just like I'd spent a couple days in Montreal um which was it was really snowy but like I had just like made friends with someone and we just spent like hours as like someone who like I constantly need to be doing something um like I'm playing with Play-Doh yeah. right now um and but we we spent like literally hours in like the tiniest cafe just eating pastry and it was just like that was what we did that day and I was just like well, who am I who am I to live like this like a king what am I doing and then um yeah I was like so sad when I was getting on the train like we had like a really big hug and we were both crying like we had like three days before we didn't know who each other were and we had just like bonded over three days and then um yeah and I just remember getting on like the train and it was like snowing and looking out and it was just like everything was just like white and like I'm someone who like I haven't experienced snow before and just like looking at that and this song just came on and it just felt it was just like such a reflective moment where I just I don't know I felt really 
happy and very proud of myself and I was just like it was just like it was like the end of like a coming of age movie where I'm like everything's gonna be okay like it was very like very self-indulgent but that's exactly what it reminds me of and like yeah as soon as I saw that question I was just like oh yeah that song where I was just like oh this is gonna be the last thing I think of before I die great fantastic (laughs) I love that moment though do you still feel that way when you listen to the song yeah it kind of makes me because it was just really interesting because I I went on this I went on this trip and it was just really bizarre like the amount of self-confidence and stuff that I got that I I, because before I went on the trip I was just feeling really shit about myself um and like I was just like very depressed very bad and then I don't know it was just kind of this moment where I just realized because I think I'd been away for about a month at that point and Mm -hmm. I just realized like how far I had come like I just I I wasn't feeling anxious I was feeling really capable I was like making like these beautiful connections like everywhere I went and I was just like I was like oh shit like you're capable of having this feeling all the time which I didn't yeah realize and so i think i just like listen to that song now and it's just like i don't know it's just like a really nice reminder to me of being like that feeling that you once felt you can feel again at like at any point because it it hasn't gone anywhere you've always had it it's like there so um yeah yeah i do kind of like still feel the same i mean sometimes it's like especially now like being in lockdown it's like annoying because i like listen to it i'm like i want to be in montreal in the snow (laughs) what am i doing here (laughs) but yeah i don't know it's just really nice but yeah i don't I don't know where else i would listen to that song it's but it's it's a lovely it's a lovely thought to come back to uh almost like you know because i've had i've had similar like I, I went traveling when i was um i was like 18 mm. and wasn't a very outgoing or or a confident person and yeah i went around uh australia new zealand a few different places and I know what you mean around that sort of that self-confidence and belief because you have to put yourself in situations where you're just speaking to people that you've not spoken to before and you kind of just have to everyone's in the same boat so everyone's like lovely and all the rest of it but you kind of just have to get over yourself and you know it's like what's the worst that can happen and it's a really empowering thing to to have so having having a song that distills that feeling and being able to listen to that and have that to come back to i imagine is uh is a beautiful thing to have yeah it's so yeah it is really really nice because i think yeah i don't know you just like you said it so well because it's kind of like if you don't put yourself out there then nothing will happen like if you're traveling by yourself and you don't kind of find the courage of just being like there's someone over there i'm gonna go say hi if you don't do that nothing like just yeah nothing will happen um yeah it's sick but yeah no it was just like a really nice moment and it's a lovely song it's a great song yeah in answer to your question as to when you would listen to it now i i would have this on like a chill playlist along with uh apocalypse yeah um, absolutely probably more of a lying on the bed in your towel kind of song rather than a making art song but yeah uh, this is more of like a lying on the floor like lying on the floor right. on your towel song i reckon this is it right okay <laughs> how many different places do you have to lie on the ground in your or to, to lie in your towel um honestly mainly those 
Just lipstick. We've, okay, we've covered all bases. Okay, the big two. Okay. Just two different playlists. Yeah. Depending on for, where you're disassociating. One for, one for bed, lie down, contemplation, <laughs> disassociation. One for floor. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'll make those. I'll send them through. Good. Okay. <laughs> two very different vibes, I'm sure. Incredibly. <laughs> song 11 is a song that reminds you of a specific person, and your song is Nothing Compares to You by Sinead O'Connor. <laughs> Yeah, this is because um, uh, <laughs> my friend um, Mim, um, when we were both living in Canberra, we were um, a comedy sketch duo called Sweaty Pits Comedy, and we Lovely. toured around Australia and a bit of New Zealand. Um, and one of the sketches that we used to do, we ended our um our show with it. It was we played. Uh, nothing compares to you and we both wore like gold leotards and big dinosaur heads and we did this like calisthenics routine and then I would like run off the stage and I would come back dressed in like a foam meteor costume that Mim had made and I would like rip off parts of the costume and just peg it at Mim and so I was like um I was killing the dinosaurs (laughs) And then Mim like stood up and like comforted me, and then I stopped hurting everyone as a meteor because I was like pegging the audience with these meteorites. Um, and yeah, so whenever I think that song is ruined for me because I I right. can't remember how many shows we ended up doing, but anytime I hear it, I'm just like, oh, I got to call Mim. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see how Mim's doing. That's a good bit. I like it. It's so dumb. It's my favorite. It's my favorite bit, but yeah, I just the song is. I can't ever listen to it in like without knowing what I know. Right. Yeah. So you you would never listen to this song in the spirit in which it was intended. You never feel sad listening to this song now. No, I can never feel sad listening to that song because it just reminds <laughs> me of like my best friend and like one of the greatest times of my life, and which is. <laughs> dressing up as a calisthenics dinosaur meteorite and yeah I, it just like it just oh, it just makes me think of everything that like we went through together as well like on that tour right. like every Airbnb we stayed in there was something wrong with like like just something and everyone there was like a leak there um, was just no toilet paper um, there was one of them just stood us up like it was just such an insane oh, time but we just like yeah really solidified that friendship i reckon <laughs> wow yeah that would do that's excellent i love that it's so um good. all right so song 12 is a song that motivates you and yours is gacked on anger by <gasps> amel 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 and the sniffers amel yeah. and the sniffers yeah um it's so good it's like Again, fairly recent because I think they put out a single, oh, not the most recent one, but I think their last one they put out. And then um, somebody I know shared it on Instagram and I was like, I never do this either, but I clicked through um, mm-hmm. and I was like, what's this, what's this song? Um, and I just like heard it and it's just like sick. It's just like angry Australiana, um, mm. which like I haven't listened to like that much of that kind of like music before but this just like really got me and I think like I'm like 
I was just so excited because it was just so angry. And it was just like, yeah. I remember like listening to it, like on like the way to work. And I was like, yeah, I, I work. Yeah. I, like, I love both my jobs so much, but I was like, yeah, <laughs> fuck the man. This is sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm like going for a run or anything. I like put this on. I'm just like, yeah, I'm allowed to be angry. I'm, I want to throw a chair. Um, <laughs> it's really good. Maybe anger yeah. and motivation aren't the same thing, but it's really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think they Makes go hand me run in hand. fast. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's that's motivating. Um, I, f- I felt like such an old man listening to this because like, what do they mean? <laughs> what is, what is, stressed on tick? I don't get it. And gacked? Never heard of it. Gacked is like, well, my understanding of gacked is um, like, when you've had like. You know, like the jaw thing that you do if you've had like too much like MDMA or anything, and like you're just like grinding your teeth, like you just you gacked. Sure. Okay. <laughs> you're gacking out. <laughs> you know, gacking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, old man, MDMA. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, um, very very intense song, and another one that like as we talked about before where. Uh, it's very literal in yeah. the lyrical content. It's and it's sick, and I I, I don't I think it's like someone who like has like two casual jobs and like is you know like getting by. It was just the perfect song to kind of warrant that like feeling of like frustration and being like, yeah, this does suck. <laughs> I'm allowed to be angry, uh, yeah. but yeah, it's so intense. It's such an intense song yeah no it really is and yeah very high tempo as well so i can mm-hmm. see that being a very good running song yeah probably absolutely. stick that on towards towards the end of the playlist you know, when you're starting to tire a little bit <laughs> you're like it's please like, no Fuck more. yeah yeah whatever that means <laughs> no you that was great yeah you did that really yeah. well okay okay <laughs> i'm getting it from context it's good <laughs> Uh, song 13 is a song that someone introduced you to and your song is Fangless by Sluder Kinney yeah um, Mim introduced me to this song because um, okay. they were dating somebody and the pers- that person was a musician and they were covering this song and I was like oh damn that's a really good song and then I listened to the original and I was like oh damn that's a really good song and I think at the time um I ended up reading, um, uh, I think it's Carrie Brownstein, who's um, like part of Sleater Kenny. I ended up reading her book because of this song. And it just oh, wow. like, it changed the way that I saw music. Because like, she just has such this, like, just this one bit where she's describing how she feels and what she sees when she's at a show. And it's so mm-hmm. visceral. And it, she's just like immerse and I was like oh my god like it just like made it so romantic and I just like went back to like a live show and I was like oh my god she's right (laughs) like you just look at all these like little elements and stuff that like I hadn't seen before and I was like oh yeah music and then she was like no take take a step back it's more than just like music what do you see what do you feel and I was like it's an experience (laughs) Um, But yeah, and I think this was also like one of the first times that I'd heard like, um, because yeah, I grew up in a house that played 
freaking Celine Dion and Stand By Me. And so, like, this right. was, like, one of the first times that I'd heard, like, ang- like high-tempo kind of angry women. And I was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is sick. Um, Excellent. Yeah, it was just really good. Mm. Like, having something like that you can, like, latch on to that's your thing. Yeah. Like, like just, like, kind of, like... Going from not hearing anything like that to being like, this is the, like, like freaking back to the future. I'm like, this is the sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sound you've been looking for. Yeah. yeah a, lot of, a lot of teenagers especially go through that. They're like, it's like, this is the sound. And then it's like, no, actually, this is my entire personality. Yeah, exactly. And you're like, good. Oh, it's just. It's insane, I think. I think it's what is, like, naturally, like, growing up of, like, any kind of, like, harder or, like, you know, like, pop punk or just, like, high-tempo stuff. It was just, like, it was always men for me growing up. And, like... Yeah. Yeah. And then just, like, hearing this, I was like, oh! And then, you know, like, finding, like, that just, like, opens up a door of, like, finding, like, other, like, artists as well of, like... um Oh god, I'm so bad with names. Like like bikini kills and stuff like that and you're just like, "Yes, what's happening?" <laughs> this is sick. Song 14 and a song you wouldn't expect to like. This is a, a different direction. So Spiegel in Spiegel? Yeah. Um I couldn't remember what I wrote down for that one. Yeah. Um it's a composition piece. I think it's mainly piano and then you get the sweet violins coming in um mm-hmm. but i think it, it goes for like 10 minutes or something but it's unreal and i think yeah kind of like what i said before of like my brain does a lot of daydreaming and stuff and i like really like n- music just like aids that and i think for me this song really it instantly makes me feel way more mindful about like where I am, what's happening, what everything looks like and stuff. Right. Um, I don't know. It just slows everything down. It's, I don't know. I think like whenever I listen to it, I feel like the full range of like emotions. Like I'm like, oh, as soon as like violins come in, I'm like, well, now I have to cry a little bit because there are violins. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what they're there for. That's what they're there for. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, it's really good. What did you think? No, I really liked it thought it was very again quite chilled and very relaxing um i've been listening to a little bit more music like this just with some of the some of the guests i've had on um have had similar kind of vibes so um yeah i'm starting to get into this kind of music a little bit more i think it's really interesting that you said that it's a song that makes you more mindful of what's going on around you because i feel like a lot of the time so we sort of said at the start like a lot of the time i'm using music as a distraction and i'm not really thinking about stuff that's going on around yeah. me while i'm listening to stuff so having a song that actually makes you more present in a way more aware of what's going what's going on is is very interesting i think yeah it yeah it's really interesting because i think like i think the first time i heard it i was just like walking like in like just like my like my area and like i don't know it was just like bizarre like i was just like looked up and it was just like a freaking 
beautiful like scene had just like appeared before me it was just like the sunlight is coming through the trees and there's a bird sitting there and oh my and there's a breeze on your skin and I was just like what is happening like I'm in the same spot that I was in like two seconds ago but I've just like kind of like immersed myself in this like music and I was just like oh everything feels and looks different which is just yeah crazy that like it had that effect to just like completely change how I was perceiving everything. Yeah. Wild. That's beautiful though. I really love that. It's gross. Um, <laughs> it's gross. <laughs> it's gross. You, have the, you, had a moment of, you had a moment of sincerity there and you're like, mm, <laughs> don't like this. No. I was like walking and I was like, oh, I feel very vulnerable and connected to everything. Yucky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nature. <laughs> no, I'm going back to my phone. <laughs> Give um, me. <laughs> Take a photo of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this thing looks beautiful, but what if I put a filter on it? Yeah. And got some friends to like it. Yum, 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 me, yum. <laughs> give me that dopamine. Give it. <laughs> <laughs> give me that attention. Song 15, then a song you think everyone should listen to. Mm. Cigarettes and Coffee by Otis Redding yeah it's so good it's so good you got some horns you got i think this for me as like someone who like is like i'm a single person but i'm an absolute like romantic and it just sets a damn tone of like just like when that kind of point of like seeing somebody for like that like period of time where you're just like you're like oh it's 3 a.m like how how did that happen Mm. But, like, you don't care. Like, even the fact that, you know, you, like, probably have work and stuff tomorrow. And you're just like, no, that's all right. I, I have energy just from this. This is fine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just such a good song. It's, it's, a, it's a beautiful song. And I really, really love songs like this from this kind of era. I don't think many people are making music like this. It, they're really, really taking their time over the music. Yeah. Like, it's it's a very simple composition. She said, like, horns, there's, you know, other instruments in there. But, like, it's all about the vocals. Mm. I think um, a couple of other songs I listened to recently by, like, Ray Charles, I think is a really good example. Yeah. Where, yeah, it's 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 just all about that person's performance. And that's, that's really all you need. And it's not overly produced. It's not like, I can't remember who it was I was talking to about this, but they were saying, you know, how production modern production is like you need to get to your hook in the first 20 seconds and you need to do this and you need to do that whereas this kind of it was just like no nah, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna, we're just gonna play the song yeah and that's the that's completely the vibe that like you get listening to it it's just kind of like all right everyone like sit like sit the fuck down um yeah we're just we're just playing now and like there's like yeah. no it's just like such an unapologetic song like you're like it's like it's really simple but it's just like it it's not trying to be anything else and it's it's not like being like oh sorry it's like like i need to justify why it's so simple or like not like like it's just like no it's sick it just like it knows what it is it's really really good and it's just like it's just like a sexy song it's a great song yeah it does take (laughs) you there though because i think like um think about like a live performance there are very few artists that i've seen that can actually like play a slow or or, or softer song and command silence from a room mm. and there's very few songs like this where they can just perform the song and you'll actually it does actually take you out of 
you know if i'm if i'm listening so i listen to this playlist like seven or eight times uh, and a lot of the time i'm doing this while i'm like doing admin and work or something yeah and this genuinely is a song that like i have i like it i feel like it just takes me out of whatever i'm doing and i have to like just be in the moment with the song yeah which is quite rare it's so good and it makes you want to um have a cigarette and coffee <laughs> yeah more than anything in the world um <laughs> it's a great advertisement um yeah yeah no those, I, are, those are two things that are good for people those are two things that are um healthy and good um yeah famously <laughs> yeah no i know what you mean i'm just like it i don't know it just it really paints a picture and it's just like such a good song and yeah just like i don't know i'm like learning like drums at the moment don't learn anything as an adult it's hard it's hard and it's terrible and you're not good at it straight away yeah. awful <laughs> um but like just like the like i don't know the, the drums in this it's just just everything is just kind of like basic but just like it just like all comes together so fucking well yeah i'll see mm. and a great boys mm-hmm. it's a beautiful mm-hmm. beautiful note to handle going to ruin it no i won't ruin it <laughs> <laughs> sorry i can absolutely yeah. make it a horrible note if you want <laughs> i've been sincere there for a moment i don't like it i know i'm so sorry that's yeah, fine <laughs> Frankie, thank you so much. Uh, do you have anything that you want to plug or sell? No, um, sell. I I don't know. I, I have an Instagram at the moment. Um, but at, at the, the moment, moment, I'm not getting rid of it. <laughs> um, but if you want, if you want to um, jump on, put a face to the voice, um, and I just put like gigs and stuff on there. Um, I have a podcast that um, I've just like stopped, but the episodes are still up and they're really good. It's called Worst Gigs, and I talk to like performers about some of the worst gigs i've ever done um it's very very fun um so you can check that out too okay sounds good thank you very much yeah no worries thanks so much for having me this was awesome this was really fun and that is episode five thank you so much for listening go and check frankie out they are very very funny and it looks like australia is starting to open up a little bit more so if you can go and support live comedy please go and support it our podcast is great too. I've listened to a couple of episodes. It's a really interesting angle to approach the conversation of live performance, so definitely worth your time. If you like this show and you want to support it, please go and follow the socials at Mixtaping Identity on Instagram, at Mixtaping ID on Twitter. Uh, that's where we announce guests and playlists, and that's where you can get involved in the conversation as well. So you know, tell me what songs you like from this playlist. Do all the other stuff as well. Leave us a nice review, tell your friends say something nice about the episode i'll be back next week for episode six but in the meantime take care of yourselves and we'll speak to you then